This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you watched this weekend's phenomenal slate of NFL playoff games and were hoping for a a little league-like parody to hit college football. I've got some bad news for you. And the news is that the rich keep getting richer in the sport we love. Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 25th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Today, we're talking to 24-7 Sports College Football reporter Chris Hummer about Alabama's dominance in the transfer portal. The Tide, despite having just three transfer commits, have the number 10 class in the transfer team rankings following Sunday night's commitment of stud receiver Jermaine Burton, who portaled, in the words of Josh Pate, from Georgia. Burton makes it three of the top 10 players in the transfer portal who are committed to Alabama. The other two are Eli Ricks, a corner from LSU, who's the top-rated non-quarterback in the transfer rankings, and Jameer Gibbs, running back from Georgia Tech, who's the top-rated running back. So that's just uh, that's just pretty pretty nasty that Alabama with just three transfer commits would have a top 10 class so far. We assume they aren't quite done yet either. Hummer wrote a column Monday about Alabama's hyper-selective and intentional portal activity, which isn't really a new thing. Uh, the Tide last year turned Ohio State rotational wide receiver Jamison Williams into a first-round pick, but it looks like Alabama and Nick Saban are taking it to another level this offseason, which, you know, if you cover college football, watch college football, and know who Nick Saban is, it, it shouldn't surprise you. Here's Hummer. Okay, America's favorite transfer portal reporter joins us right now. Chris Hummer. Chris, I really liked the column you wrote Monday morning. Thanks to the transfer portal, roster holes are a thing of the past for Alabama. It was a look at the specifics. It's, it's not enough to say, yeah, Bama is just crushing the portal because that's what they do. But you looked at some weak spots, and I think outside of offensive line, there are no weak spots for the upcoming 2022 version of Alabama because of the transfer portal. Kind of go into to what led you to to want to write that. I would imagine it had something to do with Sunday night's Jermaine Burton news. Yeah, I think it's interesting. In years past, like maybe five years ago, going to the offseason, Alabama would have been the national title favorite still, like given what they have back, Bryce Young, Will Anderson, a really good front seven, some young skill talent, some young offensive linemen we expect to develop. But there would be questions. We would have questions about, will anybody emerge at wide receiver with Jamison Williams and John Mechie moving on? We would ask, does Alabama have enough depth at cornerback with Josh Job going to the league and some young pieces left over? We would wonder if a star running back can emerge among a group that really was pretty unproven behind Brian Robinson this year. And Alabama, in the matter of about a month, answered all of those questions via the transfer portal with not only good players, but star players. Eli Ricks cornerback from LSU is as good of a cornerback as there is nationally going to be right there next year in 2023 to be potentially the top cornerback off the board Jameer Gibbs for my money is a top five running back in college football I think Alabama probably updated that running back over Brian Robinson with Jameer Gibbs Brian Burton who you mentioned committed over the weekend isn't necessarily as proven as the other two but I think he has 
every chance to be what Jamison Williams was this year. So somewhat of an afterthought in Ohio State's offense comes in and explodes. I think Jermaine Burton has the skill set and the talent and also just the traits to do a similar thing for Alabama next year. I, I just think Alabama is just dunking on people in the portal, just like they do in recruiting. Yeah, I'm looking at the the transfer portal rankings that that 24/7 Sports does. The top three guys are quarterbacks, and then at four is Eli Rick, so he's the top non QB. Jameer Gibbs is the number one running back. Jermaine Burton is the number two receiver, just behind Mario Williams. Although you know, with the same rating, I'm sure you know things could change with an audit. Who knows? Um, but just an elite player, and that's so that gives Alabama three of the top nine players in the 24/7 Sports transfer portal player rankings. And then when you go to the team rankings, Chris. Alabama is 10th in the transfer rankings with an average rating commit of 96. And just to put that in context, as as you would say, number nine, Florida has seven commits with an average rating of 88. Number 11, Arizona has seven commits with an average rating of 86.5. So Alabama and then, yeah, like throwing Texas too as, as top 10 teams with less than five commits that are buoyed up those rankings by just an absurd rating average. You know, Texas is a 93. It just, you know, you can almost sense like Alabama will probably add a few more guys. And while I talked to Matthew Brune last week, there was a lot of smoke. And you knew this, uh, that Kayshawn Butte, the LSU receiver, would transfer from LSU and go to Alabama. And, and when that fell through, you almost just said, all right, like, let me move down the pecking order of college football's best receivers. Because they'll I don't know how they find a way. I'm not I'm not alleging tampering or anything like that, but it's almost like no, it's almost like there's a neon sign that says like we need receivers. You know what I mean? Like a blinking oh, sign. And it's like I, I was going through the list. I was like, okay, Josh Downs, the North Carolina, would he go? Like I just, you know, would Xavier Worthy go? Like just like just the list of college football's best receivers and, and Jermaine Burton somewhere on that list. And Georgia fans are furious with them, but they're they're also they would have to understand that I'm gonna do this again. You can go from Stetson Bennett to Bryce Young. You're going to help yourself, right? No, unquestionably. Jermaine Burton, I have no idea what the data looks like, but I would imagine there were definitely some throws. And there were some times this year Jermaine Burton was wide open that Stetson Bennett just didn't get him the ball. And that's not going to be the case with Bryce Young as your quarterback. It's a significant upgrade. So I, I don't blame Jermaine Burton at all. He won a national championship for Georgia. He played a big role on that team. And now he has to worry about his NFL future. And I can't imagine a better scenario for your NFL future than one, going to Alabama, a place that's been pumping out first round receivers like nobody else. And two, playing with Bryce Young, the best quarterback in college football. It just seems like a match made in heaven from that perspective. So um, huge addition for Alabama. I think he really does do a lot of things Jameson Williams was capable of this year and also just proves the power of the portal. I think a really interesting way to think about the portal for Alabama is if you look at Alabama's 2020 class, for example, they took Kyle Edwards at running back. He was, I think, their second running back take in the class, a borderline four-star. Kyle Edwards is gone. He transferred five or six months ago. And now Alabama's replacing him with Jameer Gibbs two years later, an established superstar in college football. Alabama lost a couple of their defensive backs from the 2020 class already. They're replacing them with Eli Ricks. Alabama lost Javon Baker, who just transferred to Kentucky via the transfer portal, and they're adding Jermaine Burton to replace him. I would argue they significantly upgraded at all three of those spots. And it just kind of shows you what a team like Alabama can do in the portal a couple of years later with their recruiting classes. So if Alabama misses, which doesn't happen very often because they add ready-to-play talent, and they are really good at evaluating. The rare times Alabama does miss, it now has the opportunity to dip back in the portal and address those issues in a way we didn't have five to 10 years ago. And I think, as Nick Saban would say, the rich got richer in this situation just because Alabama's advantaged in a way very few other teams are via the transfer portal. Because if Alabama wants somebody, they're going to get them. 
broadening the scope a bit. Alabama obviously is is doing its thing. The other teams that will compete for annually for national championships, we've spent plenty of airtime on Clemson's lack of portal use. We won't do that. Ohio State has two transfers so far. Georgia has none. Do you expect either of these two schools to ramp it up a little bit? Yes. Um, I think Ohio State had the opportunity to add Eli Ricks, as we talked about, I think, believe on this podcast before. Um, uh, yes, I, yes. That, what, a, yeah. what a saga for you. Yeah. So um, I think some schools are very wary of what's happening in their rooms. I think Georgia is experiencing a similar thing at quarterback right now. Well, hold on. Um, so does, uh, ex- explain what you mean. Like, wary of what's happening in their rooms. Ohio State did not want to add Eli Ricks because it thought it would lose its entire cornerback room. Yeah, so if Ohio State added Eli Ricks, from what I understand per sources, they would have immediately essentially lost three cornerbacks from their room to the transfer portal who felt they wouldn't have a chance to start because Eli Ricks was coming in, either because on their perspective, they felt that Eli Ricks had been promised, or from the coaching staff's perspective, Eli Ricks was going to probably play no matter what because he's better than the other guys. They're going to lose those guys. I think at a school like Georgia, which you would think would be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, right? They have to worry about losing Brock Vandergrift. They have to worry about Carson Beck leaving. They have to worry about their young quarterbacks immediately fleeing if word even gets out that Caleb Williams could be potentially interested in Georgia or vice versa. So these schools have to be very careful in these circumstances about doing things like that. But I do expect both programs to add pieces via the transfer portal this offseason. We've seen them do it before. Georgia added significant pieces last offseason. We're still going to see more attrition at both of those schools this spring, which allows the schools the opportunities from a scholarship perspective to do so. So I, I certainly do not expect Georgia, Ohio State to kind of sit on their hands while Alabama adds these players to the portal. Don't you think it's kind of silly? Because like Ohio State ended up taking a really good cornerback anyway, and Tanner McAllister, who's following Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State. And then Georgia, it's like, Caleb Williams and Brock Vandegrift are in the same recruiting class. You know what I mean? Like you're scared of losing maybe three years of Brock Vandegrift in exchange for two years of Caleb Williams. Well, uh, I think it's I don't like, know about, about that. Think about this is not an apples to apples example, but think about Alabama's quarterback right here, right room right now behind Bryce Young without Paul Tyson in it. They have no experience depth so whatsoever. And given how cautious we've seen somebody like Kirby Smart be with the room. I don't think he wants to risk having no depth in his room like we've seen in years past. But I, I agree. I would take the best player. If I was Ohio State, I would have took Eli Ricks. And if I was Georgia, I would take Caleb Williams if that opportunity did arise. But I think these schools have to juggle a lot in that regard. But I, I do think eventually both are going to add players. And Tanner McAllister, I will say, is going to end up playing safety for Ohio State. So okay. a slightly different situation than adding a quarterback like Eli Ricks. Good point. All right, Chris Summer, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks to Chris for joining us. Follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer. It's one of the things we're going to be doing this offseason. Um, in addition to our across the country with the College Football Daily playlist, we will be making sure to do uh, someone writes an interesting article on 24-7 sports or across the country. Let's do an episode about it. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's truly deliver the news of the day. Speaking of news of the day, look, he could commit at any point Monday night, Caleb Williams, I mean, or Jackson Dart. So the, we're just, we're waiting on these quarterbacks who have taken a few visits, who have been in the portal for over a week. I think Caleb Williams has been in the portal for three weeks now. Jackson Dart's been in for just as long almost. We're waiting on these guys to make a move. Once it happens, we'll have a full episode the next day on that activity. Uh, so, you know, just uh, we apologize in advance. So if it happens on like a Monday night at 9 p.m. and we don't have an episode about it the next day so we will get to all of that stuff 
um, as comprehensively as we need to whenever we can. Enjoy your Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the College Football Daily. Go leave us a five-star rating on, on Apple and a review as well. I think Spotify is now allowing ratings as well. We'd, we'd greatly appreciate that. My name is Trey Scott. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.